Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of Confessions of a Letting Agent. Today, we have two very special guests in, um, student, property, entrepreneur, tycoons, I would describe them as. We've got uh, Tom and Jack Ather. Hiya, gents. How are we doing? Hi, there you are. Yeah, very good. Thank you. I think... Uh, Tycoons a bit, uh, a bit. <laughs> Is that a bit? Uh... Yeah, you can play. You can play a monopoly. <laughs> so um, I met Tom and Jack um, three or four years ago, was it now? At uh, Business Central, and um, we were on different floors, and um, obviously we were both into property in some shape or form, and we got chatting, and since then we've been very good friends and um, got to know each other well, and um, since then both of us have. Uh, yeah, developed our business further but today we're going to talk about what tom and jack have been up to because these gentlemen are very much into student properties so i thought we could start gentlemen if we can just start telling your story from the start in the early days and i'll stop yabbering on so um i think it goes back to university for the property journey yeah. is that yeah, is that right is, yeah yeah definitely right, tom you can do you want to take this away yeah, I'll start. Like I said, I'll, I'll probably end up waffling in. So, Jack, you just jump in and interrupt me. They did warn me at the start that sometimes talk over each other. So, um, yeah, we might just, uh, you know, yeah. get used to that. But, yeah, go for it, Tom. You start then. So, at university, go on. Yeah, so, basically, the, the story already starts. Um, uh, when we were at school, we, um, you sort of, I'm not going to, uh, the school was absolutely amazing, but it was sort of, um, you know, what you're going to do at university. It's not sort of what are the other options, blah, 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 blah. So we're always sort of geared towards sort of going to university, but it was never really something we felt really like passionate about or wanted to do. Okay. Uh, so like everyone, we um, we sort of picked a, a, a course each and went off to sort of Northumbria University. Um, I started off doing sort of psychology and then changed very early doors to sort of like the built environment. Uh, Jack yeah. went and did something would would actually be very useful right about that now. course would have been a, would have saved us a fortune. I did architectural technology, which oh, really? saved right. us, how much would it? Probably three four hundred thousand pounds at this point. Oh and goodness, have, right? Okay. Saved us. But um, basically, <laughs> we went there. It was never really something we wanted to do. So um, I ended up dropping out of university after about uh, a month. Um, okay. The horror of mum and dad, but there oh, we go. Oh, were, were, you, were, you, were you both living in the university digs at the time then, or what, what were you doing? So we actually, uh, so we rented um, just like a little student terrace house. Okay, yeah, um, how did you do, one yeah. Of the, one of the mistakes we probably actually made, to be fair, is we moved in with friends we already knew into like this little student house in um, in Newcastle. Yeah, we should have um, gone into halls of residence, should we, to make new friends and like all that experience. But of course, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, I don't know why we didn't really. That was, yeah. Was, yeah. We, we made a bit of a blunder there, but, you know, t- to be fair, it, what happened, happened. Um, and then Jack dropped out, bless him, about, um, he saw what a high life I was living um, <laughs> on the door in Newcastle. <laughs> so Tom of- pick, picking, up, picking up his benefits money yeah. from Biker High Street, and I thought, I want a bit of that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Jack dropped out a few weeks later, and then you're in a situation, well, look, what, like, what are we going to do now? Um, and we've always had this huge sort of, like, sort of, passion for sort of property like we love interior design we love we love buildings to be honest just stemming back from you know watching grand designs homes under the hammer yeah yeah they just absolutely like love it i'm surprised you not you haven't appeared on one of them shows yet actually generally oh it's our life ambition we want to do it before (laughs) kevin retires 
<laughs> our actual ambition is to, is, is to present it in the future. Well, I could see that. Anton yeah. Deck type of uh, I know, duo. Yeah, I could see I it. Is, we keep looking at land and I'm like, oh, God, right, okay, if I get Kevin over, I can build this. And then, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> as long as it's Anton Deck and not Jedward, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Sorry, just just to picture Tom and Jack. If, 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 if for the people that are listening to this, if uh, if you don't know what these two gentlemen look like, one looks a bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the other one's a bit like uh, Danny DeVito off the movie <laughs> Twins. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. These gentlemen, you know, I can tell the difference, but you know, for someone who doesn't know them, would say they are identical. Um, oh, but, yeah. you know, for the, for the people who know them well, you, you can see the difference. But yeah, yeah. The, 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 the very uh, the very handsome chappies. Let's that, just say. Oh, so yeah, we've got I'd a picture rather... picture in your head of that. We'll uh, we'll. Cut <laughs> What's what's Ben after? Tycoon, handsome chap. What's going? Oh, he's after something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep going with the compliments. So sorry. Yeah, carry on, Tom. <laughs> well, no, like I said, I'm I'm turning and dropping out of university into a long-winded story. Yeah. But basically, we got to a situation where we didn't know what to do, and luckily, um, we have some family friends who are builders, um, and they were embarking on a sort of challenge um, to sort of convert lots of their farm buildings into holiday cottages. Um, right. So we were fortunate enough to sort of get involved with them um, and sort of move and, and try and learn with them. Wow. Um, I don't know, Jack, if you want to jump in. And, um, yeah, so we, we just became labourers, basically. So we, um, proper grand design story, but on the other other scale, like the bad stuff, we uh, so we moved back home. Dad was like, there's no chance you're living back here. You've already, you moved out to university. You're not coming back here. <laughs> Mum was obviously like, oh, yeah, come back. I was happy. But we were like, mm, I've sort of moved out now. I don't fancy it. <laughs> so uh, we, um, well, we didn't. So dad, instead of having us back, he bought us a caravan uh, off eBay. And then we planted right. on the farm where we were doing the <laughs> labouring work. And yeah, we we turned, we became a gypsy. And we, right. uh, lived, we lived in, carav- in a caravan yeah. for a good year while we were yeah. learning our trade on the farm. Now, in summer... That was unbelievable fun. You know, we had a decking out there. We had a barbecue. It was wow. In winter, it was horrendous. I didn't know gas froze. So winter, <laughs> we sort of nothing, no heating, nothing. I mean, wow. I was in the little room. I had to sleep with like three duvets and a dressing gown. I had woke up with condensation dripping on my forehead. Wow. So we, uh, we did that all, all in the time we were labouring. Now, if anyone has, if anyone's listening has, has been a labourer, they know it's, it's pretty, pretty tough school. Right. Sort of, um, well, this was a chance for you guys, I guess, to to learn the building trade or, or start to learn, you know, yeah, bits well, and pieces. It. I mean, that. it was fantastic. So we learned, you know, like basic plastering, plumbing, bit of electrics, brickwork, roofing, all, all the general stuff, a bit about the heating and flooring. And uh, then we used that to then go and, um, you know, do it, do it for ourselves, really. We, it's um, it was an yeah. amazing experience, to be fair, wasn't it? <laughs> but it's so funny how you start. You, you get from... Yeah, and you're so rubbish. Like, obviously, we'd watch TV programs, but actually doing it is completely different. So I remember there was, like, one time um, the builder would be like, oh, Tom, just go to the workshop and get me um, a piece of chipboard and a Phillips screwdriver. <laughs> and I didn't have a clue what either of those things were. But because we were so scared to, like, to ask, we'd go and guess. So we'd go to the, we'd go to the workshop where it is, and we'd come back with, like, some pliers. <laughs> and, we'd like, oh, hey, the and, the, and then we'd get shouted at for like not having the right thing and we were like oh, oh, I, I don't know what it is yeah it was it was it what was, was the story when you went in and asked for some wood I remember that was quite a funny one Oh, which one? Did, did you go in somewhere and ask for some wood and the guy oh. was like, wood or something? Oh, well, we, we had a thing where um, when you were labours, you were sent to sort of the builder's merchants yeah. to get some sort of materials. And this is quite this is quite a good story to show where you start to where you sort of... So you go in and me and Jack were these two 
quite sort of like well-spoken, went to boarding school. Quite timid, of, though, at the quite, time. Oh, yeah, very yeah. timid. We, we go into this builder's merchants and there's a queue. So you, you're standing there in the queue and you sort of, you, you need to go order some material. And we're there just like, you know, patiently waiting our time. And you've got all these sort of like burly builders who obviously have good relationships with the builders merchants and they're sort of walking in skipping the queues like oh no mate i need some um you know four before sorry sorry how's it going it's an eight b two ball four before with four inch screws and a nail and it's funny me and jack are there like oh excuse me sorry if you're not busy could i just oh no okay (laughs) you're there for half an hour before you actually get seen and that was just and then it was just so funny that eventually when your confidence grows and after six months we we were getting more into it and we could just turn up and go yeah. hiya Dave you're alright I've got the van up back just put some plasterboard in yeah. and I, I, bet, I bet now you walk in and they're all like they're here they're here everybody get, <laughs> get, get the red carpet out and uh, you know would you like a cup of coffee almost, <laughs> yeah. almost gets it got yeah. to the stage where they're like oh no just come and see us in the uh, manager's office we'll, we'll put the kettle on wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> last have I got yeah, it, it's normally like, oh, Tom, you, you, your account's overdue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> normally a reason for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we learned just be for that year on the farm. Like, yeah. It was an amazing learning experience. I will be forever grateful to sort of um, but, but, recommend it to you're right. It's fantastic for anyone, you know, listening to this, wants to get into property, even to just learn. Like I, I did a similar thing with a couple of school friends of mine, where you guys get, can remember me telling you in about 2008, yeah. where we converted three cottages and learning words like learning, like some of the lingo, like, you know, chase into a wall, yeah, you know, yeah. before you thought Ch- chase into a wall. What am I, ch- what am I chasing? You know, <laughs> yeah, or, or, like, into a wall. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or put that flush. You know, yeah. you know, are you flushing it? You know, you, you wouldn't have known like words yeah. like, but you're right. It does. It gives you that experience. then, as you say, later on, so 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 you've you've done your experience and now you guys are thinking, do you know what? Um, you're thinking, let's yeah, try this for ourselves. So what? Where did you go from there? Yeah. So we're really um we're, we've always been really really fortunate that um once we finish this year, like you say, it's the classic. Oh well, how hard can it be? Let's do it ourselves. Yeah. Um. So what we did is we managed to borrow some sort of uh, family money. Okay. Um, off our dad to sort of buy basically our first little sort of townhouse. We yeah. actually bought it off uh, one of my dad's best friends who who was selling it okay. in Middlesbrough. Yeah, it was a great opportunity. Um, so we so we bought this little house, um, and then it was a classic sort of um, Holmes and the Hammer sort of scenario. Me and Jack <laughs> went in there. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie. We we had the year of learning, but it was only really in this first three months of of these this first townhouse where we learned what not to do like, oh, like this project took three times longer than it should have cost twice as much and like we, we probably made every mistake in the book yeah. we essentially yeah. built this thing didn't we out of the diy how-to book from b&q we got for christmas yeah like it was um, you know how skirting boards we were looking at like page 10 skirting boards okay that's that's easy yeah and then, I mean, this was when we didn't even have a van at this point. So we had a little Suzuki Swift turn up just like, and we were like, oh, well, we need tiles. Brilliant. How, how Brilliant. hard can that be? So we drove to the tile shop and, they, you know, we were like, oh, I need 15 square metres of tiles. Like, oh, yeah, mm. just go to the warehouse. Went to the warehouse. A pallet turned up with tiles and we we loaded this, this Suzuki Swift <laughs> full. To, I mean, just creeping <laughs> along the floor. <laughs> so I'm like, we need to get a van. <laughs> we need to buy a van. Uh, it was yeah. but we have one of our funniest, funniest ever sort of learning stories is in this first house so yeah. um, basically what happened is we needed to you know upgrade the plumbing system um, right. all new pipes in the house so what so what 
we needed to do is we needed to turn the water off the stop clock and then redo all the pipes. Yeah. Um, but the situation was the stop clock in the house was actually a bit faulty, so we couldn't turn it off. So we needed to put a new oh, no. stop clock <laughs> in. So here we are, naive, you know, first time sort of builders. We're yeah. like, oh, well, you know, how hard can it be? It, it can't be that powerful. We'll just take that one off and put another one on live. We'll just, we'll just cut underneath it. We'll just cut it off. It's fine. It'll be fine. We don't need to turn it off. We'll just be really quick. We're good at this. It's fine. Yeah. What, what happened was we, we took that stop clock off. And then when we were trying to get the new one on, the pipes had been painted. So the new joint wouldn't fit over the pipe. Oh, God. So we have a situation where high pressure water is. So oh, the mains. Yeah, this is the mains water coming in. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, and then we're like, we're like, you've just got about 10 seconds of panic. Like, yeah. we're just staring at this pipe. <laughs> we're getting, getting drenched, not yeah. knowing what to do, thinking, oh, my God. So all yeah. we could think to do is I bomb my thumb over the edge. And I'm like, Jack, you're going to have to go get a joint. And we're gonna have to put a stop end on it. And Jack yeah. said, well, we don't have any. It's like, we'll drive to B and Q. Other shops are available. Join to B and Q and get something to do. So oh. I'm, I'm there for about 20 minutes holding this pressure on, on my. Oh, floor. wow. I'm, just, I'm running around B and Q thinking, I have no idea what to get. So what we came up with, I got, we got me, a straight joint, like just a plastic one we rammed on with a bit of pipe and a stop end. Oh. And then we got a new stop cock. But I'm. Still to this day, that house has actually just been sold. But still to this day, I'm terrified that that's just going to burst any <laughs> any time. Yeah, it's lasted about six years, so I think yeah. we're all right. Our warranty <laughs> might have gone by now, but <laughs> but you know what, right? On, on, you know, for people listening to this and on, on a serious note, I know we're laughing about that. But what you guys did there, you know, is you had a go at something and you weren't scared to fail, and that's what oh, it's yeah. all about, isn't it? That's yeah. what it's about. Like you know, sometimes people get worried. Oh, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? You know, and it's all about trying and learning from it. And that's what, you, I guess that's what you did with your first property. Definitely. Was, I, I think that the type of people we are, we're very sort of optimistic. We're very sort of, yeah. oh, let's have a go. What's the worst that can happen? Exactly. What right, it's just, I'm, we're not scared to fail at all. Yeah. You know, if you don't try, you don't, you don't yeah. try anything, you're never going to succeed. At exactly. That's, that's it. That's it, Jack. So yeah. you finished that finally. And then you yeah. got that, you got that rented out then, students. Is that, is that what happened? So that was, um, that was residential. So what we did. All oh, right. Okay. So we started off in the residential sort of like market of things, obviously like what you guys do. Yeah. Um, and we did that for the, we did the same situation for the first three houses. So again, that okay. ran out really well, uh, which proved it worked. And then we managed to borrow a bit more money, again, a bit more family money. And we did that okay. for the first three houses. Okay. Um, and once they were all completed and rented out fine, so yeah. that point, that that point, Tom, it's got you've got all three rented, yeah. cash flows coming in, and you're thinking, yeah. Do you know what, this is going well. Yeah. Let's start thinking about scaling it up a bit more. Exactly. Basically, yeah, and, and that's when we decided we wanted to go into the student market, right? Because um, being a, we were only we still only about sort of nineteen twenty at this. Wow, day. you're only nineteen twenty. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that is wow. Day, so then we were like, well, look, we we know most of our friends are students. We were students only a few years ago. We felt like we had a really good grasp of the student market. Um, and obviously, we knew that the yields just from the students is a lot higher than just the residential. So, we're like, look, how do we tap into this market? Yeah. Um, so, what we managed to do is because we had the the three properties, admittedly under sort of like you know family name stuff, but we had the three properties, so we could prove um, to lenders and investors and, and banks that you know what we we're doing did work. Yeah. Um, so then we could persuade them to step in and lenders a bit of money to get to that next sort of like level. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did with a mixture of lending, a mixture of sort of family money and stuff, we um, we bought a, a a big sort of three story like 
like an old sort of mansion, wasn't it, Jack, in the centre of Middlesbrough? Yeah, old, old sort of development into student accommodation. Okay. So what we did is, this would be our first sort of, at the time, first big project. Uh-huh. Um, we bought the hat, we bought that building uh, for about £300,000. Okay. Um, and then we renovated it into three apartments. So okay. there was 15 beds in total. Wow. Okay. Um, and we always started with the same ethos and we, we've never changed that. You know, you've got big double bedrooms with en suites. So yeah. every room has its own en suite bathroom. Uh-huh. Um, so we renovated that. It, that took um, about a year to sort of to buy and renovate. We got yeah. um, our own sort of team in to vet a lot of the people we met at the farm, including yeah. the builders who like taught us everything we knew. So at this stage, you guys are coming off the tools and you're more doing project managing. A bit, a bit of both, weren't we, Jack? Like, I would say we're still, yeah. we're still sort of 50% on the tools, 50% learning how to project manage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then that that project, again, just to waffle through the project, that, that went really well. Uh, we managed yeah. to get that fully let to the students in the first year. Uh, and then just, just going back to that, I mean, one thing, when we first met and you took me around some of these student properties a few years ago, the, the first thing that stood out to me is, is the, the standard the level, the high level standard you guys obviously do oh, the refurbishments oh. to. And that's key, yeah. would you say? Because obviously you said they're the let all really quickly. That That's key, would you say? 100%. I think, um, yeah, we only ever do it to the, the highest standard, you know, rel- possible really. We won't, yeah. won't go too far, but it's got to be really nice because at the end of the day, these students are paying a fortune. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump in, in now, but I mean, these guys at that point, it's probably four years ago, they're paying 110 pounds a week, so they're paying you know, thick end of 500 pounds a month, yeah, to uh live in these room, live in yeah. a room, <clears throat> they're paying a lot of money for this. And you know, bad houses don't rent. We all we always think yeah. there's a lot of bad student houses in Middlesbrough, and, yeah, and they just don't rent. These people are they're just going to leave those houses, come to something nicer, yeah. it's much better value for money, and it's just a bit, it's a business plan which works you know you do nice accommodation people are going to want it absolutely uh, we've, we've talked about on the other podcast as well there uh, chaps yeah basically we bang out standard is absolute key and and, and as you said yeah. yeah so four years ago you had this block of apartments finished done to a very high spec and they're just all let straight away did they no no yeah, not empty. yeah so basically it started from that our business model is, is never wavered like we want to offer the best standard of student accommodation in Teesside. Like yeah. we, we firmly believe we are the number one provider of luxury accommodation in yeah. Teesside. Yeah. Now, like I say, we've done a lot of projects throughout the last sort of five years leading up to what you referred to there, which would be our sort of flagship development to date, yeah. which is St. James Studios, yeah. um, which is um, a 60 apartment. But hold off, hold off. We'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, Just... sorry. You're going to get there. <laughs> okay. we step by step? Yeah. yeah, so you finish. No, it's okay. Don't worry. We'll go back in a minute. So that, that's that's the beast, the big one we want to talk about. Okay. So you, you, fin- you finished this um, three-story apartment block and that's all gone well. And then you built an ec- you built another one next door, didn't you? Is that the next stage you did? Yeah. Just I'll, I'll jump in on this one, Tom, yeah. you tend to waffle a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So that one was just a 15 rooms all done. So we thought, oh, well, that's gone really well. Yeah. Well, that's let out really easily. Unfortunately, yeah. this, this this building we bought had a, had a big car park next to it. So we thought, okay, well, why well, let's develop into the car park. Okay. So what we did, this was our first our first look into a new build. We um, we essentially got all the plans drawn up and we uh, we built there from scratch 18 more bedrooms. So another okay. three flats, but 18 bedrooms. Wow. Again, just taking what we've learned from Bolko. So nice big rooms, even bigger, really. Bigger yeah. rooms, more space, re- you know, high spec. 
and built another 18 rooms. That took about a year. Same team that okay. did it. Uh, did well, but, but, but this time, Jack, obviously, slightly different, obviously, you had to go through the planning process Well, that's the first it. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's a good point. So, um, right at the start, we had to go through, and we're in a conservation area as well, so it's a bit it's a okay. bit harder. Um, so, we had our architect who um, drew the plans, and we you know, spent a good couple of months finalising the plans, changing okay. the changing Working the with the planners, did you have to speak Working to the council? With the plan- yeah, you, you've got to get in touch with them early just to get a sort of feel of what they'd like. Um, okay. We we knew them quite well from doing the Bolco, uh, the, you know, the building next door. Right. So we had a good relationship with them. So we invited them around and said, look, this is what we're doing. We only ever, you know, used really good materials, like proper reclaimed bricks, uh, you know, to match in. We made sure, you know, real slate roof. We're not the type of people who's going to put cheap bricks, cheap windows, make it look horrible, but it's going to fine. We wanted it to look really nice. Okay. Um, so the planning, the planning took probably six to eight weeks to come through. There was no real issues, to be honest. There were a few comments from um, neighbor and neighbours and like conservation, but as long as we did it properly and sensitively, they were fine. Yeah. Any le- any mistakes, things you would have done different at that stage that you learned on, that you would bring onto your later projects or did that generally go okay? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the only mistake was wasn't wasn't in the actual planning process of the bill, but probably the plans. We probably, I would have, if I was going to do that again, I'd have probably made a couple of the bedrooms smaller and put in like a proper common you know more of a sitting okay. room okay. in a really nice really nice kitchen island unit great for entertaining but into but you know a few of the comments were they want a student wants somewhere nice comfortable to sit and stick the tv on play on their xbox and stuff okay. Fair so that's what we learned from there that really which we basically in the end we lost a bedroom and turned that into a nice sitting room it, it lost some okay. space, but it was well worth it. But that's good. You take the feedback on bars and then you, you adjust it. To, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what it's, know, about. it's all about making it as rentable and you know nice experience for students as possible, really. Yeah. and it, so, you, so you've got these two good blocks. They're going successful and yeah. um, full. And then you're thinking now, right, let's look for, you know, the next big thing, and then we'll. This is where we go on to St James, well, St James Studios. Quite, not, oh, not quite. Sorry. No, we. Uh, so basically, from then we thought, right, well, let's just bolster it. So we we, we essentially bought um, three more townhouses for students. Oh, sorry. Okay. They, they right. were, yeah, I mean, they, they were they were almost ready to ready to go. We bought three townhouses almost at the same time. Um, spent a bit wow. of doing them up, and that just added another um, fourteen, uh, yeah, twelve, fourteen rooms to the portfolio. Wow. And then we went, uh, and then I don't know if you remember, we then decided to build two luxury five-bed houses in the middle of Oh, sorry, I did, yeah. I, so yeah. at this point, just for people listening from a finance point of view, I know obviously you've had um, family money helping you out, but when you're doing these sort of level projects, you're almost refinancing, moving on to the next project. Yeah. That's kind of eventually how you leverage, isn't it, for people listening? Yeah. Essentially. So yeah. The beauty, where we got so fortunate, because at the start we could use sort of family money. Yeah. Um, that gave us a good asset base without any sort of borrowings on it. So yes. we can always leverage from those assets and move it on to the next project. And because uh-huh. that project always went sort of really successful, the banks can see that. And then they're, yeah. they're happy that our business model works and they're happy to lend. That's right. That. And yeah. We've always been in the fortune because we had that, because we were very fortunate at the start, we could use that to sort of as building blocks. And we've never... We've never really had issues getting funding for the schemes we want, as okay. long as we've got the assets to back them up and the security, which we, we have so far. Yes. And, and, okay. by this, and by this point, I suppose, you know, we're, we're generate, 
like the cash flow is generated very good. To, yeah. to put you know deposit down because with these developments you you know they'll only lend you sixty five percent loan to value. Yeah. So you need to then stump up quite a large deposit, but so 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 yeah sorry so we'll talk about so so for, again for everyone listening you know again do, you know don't be scared to try something and make a mistake and or, it's always a learning curve and this next this next development yeah. you did was more of a learning curve is that fair to to say well, Mo Meadows oh, Mount St George yeah, yeah yeah so what happened I, with this one then I would say it was more less of a curve and more of a cliff I think <laughs> <that's fair. laughs> to be honest with you yeah, it, was, right. it was a learning cliff <laughs> a learning cliff okay yeah like it, it was in one regard it was amazing like you say we learned so much <clears throat> but in, in the other like I, I don't want I'm not going to sit on here and sort of a, like sort of slag anyone off or anything but we basically we bought this um, bit of land in the middle of St. George yeah okay um, really good opportunity to bear. the land already had planning permission um, which is yeah. why we thought it was such a good sort of sort of scheme this guy's back garden yeah, yeah planning great. permission for two detached so I had permission for two houses two yeah. sort of five bedroom houses in this um, in this guy's back garden basically okay yeah but what we wanted to the planning was actually passed about sort of eight years ago prior so it was, yeah. it was a little bit dated so we wanted to go back to the planners and adjust it a little bit like we wanted to put a nice glass sunroom on the back you know okay. a few of these sort of things make it really nice yeah. yeah, make it really special. Yeah. Um, like these were going to be our absolute sort of pinnacle houses, really. Yeah. Um, so what we did, so we, um, again, we approached um, our lenders and we, we put the scheme to them. They were happy um, for us to go ahead. We, um, we went with the scheme. And then we started the process of, of the planning permission changing, things like that. Now, the planning permission was the first sort of, hurdle we had to try and go because middle of st george is a really touchy sort of like town now okay. we, we didn't realize at the time at the time but it seems like it's very anti-development yeah uh, which is a bit of a shame so okay for instance we, we when we tried to make these amendments we were told by the planners it would take sort of six weeks to sort of make the amendments they're only minor like there's there no issue so me and Jack being sort of a bit more risky than sort of other people. Yeah. Like, well, well, we'll start the development. We're okay. going to get the planners have said there's a good chance we're going to get the amendment. Yeah. Let's, let's just crack on. I yeah. would have done the same. I would have done yeah. the same. Absolutely. We could put the drainage, start it's, digging the foundations, won't be a problem. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we started. Next thing we know, after six six weeks comes around and the planners like, no, we need we need more time. What do you mean you need more time? Like, oh, well, look, we're starting to get a lot of complaints from neighbours and all these sort of things. And me and Jack are like, well, hang on, it's already got planning permission. All we're trying to do is move a door and add a little bit of an extension. Yeah, on how can object? Why are the neighbours objecting now? Yeah. And so, so that took an extra four weeks, and then, then it got refused. <coughs> like the, it all got refused. So it's like. By this stage, it's been 10 weeks. Me and Jack, we've started work. We've already dug the foundation. We've poured concrete. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, no. <laughs> get your shovel out or your pickaxe. <laughs> um, so, nice. so we go to, we we hire a planning consultant um, who is brilliant. And, and we basically go to the planning committee. And this is a bit of an awkward thing because you're in there with a meeting and you've got loads of residents who you've got all these people who are objecting mm. to your scheme. They're just there to object to your, your oh, scheme. Yeah, yeah. And then bear in mind, this is our baby, you know, we're really yeah. excited. Yeah. But, it's know. very personal to us. Like, we, we do tend to get a bit very attached to our projects. Yeah. Uh -huh. it's, it's very personal. And then 
we're sitting here hearing all these neighbours waffling on about complaints and all this, and we're just sitting here trying to like keep composed. Um, and luckily, we, we've employed this planning yeah. guru to sort yeah. of speak on our behalf. So he yeah. stands up and he gives his speech, smashes out the park. Oh, amazing. Right. Oh, we're so proud. Yeah, so proud. <laughs> um, and the scheme gets passed unanimously. Like, all everyone passes it. Okay. So we're like, oh, we're like, phew, thank God. So you did. So, so it's been delayed a couple of months, but now you're back on track. To now we're back, back on, on track. track. We're back. Um, and then um, we, we start, and, and what we've learned um, is be very careful with trees. Very so, careful. Oh, yes. oh, very important. Um, so we, we had permission to put down 24 trees on the site. Right. Um, and there were 20, basically, what happened was when we were building, our, our builder at the time was using a digger um, and he he was just digging and he clipped one of these trees. Now, again, I don't want to stand off, but there was lots of eyes watching this development, right? Okay, now. yeah. Um, so someone reported this to the council and we were like well hang on what do you mean he's clipped a, he's, a leaf has fallen off a tree there's no, there's no problem there what's going well, on let's, well let's let's be honest he sort of you know a, a good chunk of the, the the tree was was clipped it wasn't okay. a leaf oh, I don't know and then um, so the next thing we know is this council official turns up all raging like fuming oh. storms onto site and basically goes oh who's in charge here and me and Jack were like oh yeah no we're in charge and he's like right okay I need to read you your rights. We've we got like, read our Miranda rights because it's a criminal. It's a criminal offence to. to uh, okay. Right. Is it a TPO yeah. tree? So it turns out that this was a yeah a TPO tree. A conservation conservation tree or what? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We we didn't being being our first sort of development on these sort of sites. We didn't fully understand like the okay. effect of a, a TPO tree. Okay. So basically, what it means you have to protect it at all costs. And our diggers clipped it. The neighbours seen, rang the council, and here comes Mr. Jobsworth, in right? His, you know, running onto site in his high vis. <laughs> Next thing we know, me and Jack are getting read our rights. We think we're off to prison. Right. <laughs> I think we're off to prison. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Mr. Enforcement Agent, he's, he's taken us away. So, so, so this basically, you know, um, paused the site, didn't it? It cost you a lot more time. It did. So the site basically got shut down for a a month. Of right. investigations. Okay. And, and me and Jack, we had to go away and do loads of reports into why, yeah. um, basically, what had happened. Okay. We basically went, yeah, we had to get tree surgeons in to basically prove that this tree we we clipped was it shouldn't have been a TPO tree in the first place. And yeah, we did, and and, and we did, and it basically it probably cost us three months in the end. Yeah, it probably did, which is a long right. time, hell of a long time. Yeah, in which case, all these delays, we're paying interest on all these. I was, I was just going to say, listeners, obviously the reason that, you know, the, the, Tom said it's it's a, it's a learning cliff is because it's the time element of borrowing the finance is costing Tom and Jack as they go in. Right, so yeah. so yeah, just, just, to, so just to move things on then, so basically you get back on site three months later yeah. and then you start ploughing ahead. There was a couple more hiccups happened, wasn't it? Just just briefly tell yeah. me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll briefly tell Jack. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so basically we, we got going and anything, we, we were we were flying then, you know, the builders were doing a great job, the build was going up. We uh, we then suddenly decided to change construction method um, from a traditional build to a, a timber frame modular. Yeah. Uh, just for speed, really, you know, you've seen these things in Grand Designs, they're great, they basically get craned in, it takes six weeks, your whole internal skin's up. Yeah. But it's okay. going back to what Ben's is, isn't it? We, we need to try and claw back this lost six months. Time. From a yeah, exactly. Point of view. 
so we did that and then uh anyway the um that was all getting built fine we were all planning for that to turn up me and tom were actually on holiday at the point where these things turned up off the crane so uh, our site manager basically was dealing with it they all got built and then we came back from holiday or we got a call from the site manager to say look lads i think there's a bit of a problem here we were like oh god what's happening he was like i've been to site and had a look at this and i've, I've had to essentially condemn it basically the build is so bad from these cassettes that I, I, I can't I can't build them so we're like oh god oh, we got back from holiday had a look and it was it was shocking like the build quality of these modular units was appalling right um, essentially what had happened we found out this building this modular company went bust uh, essentially right at the end of our build so they were rushing ours through we'd already paid them 50% deposit right for all this uh, turned up, they were all wrong. We essentially had to spend this again, cost us about three or four months of just rectifying, just putting right their work. Um, all that time and money, anyway. Got a long story short, they eventually got uh, all put right. Everything, everything was perfect in the end. We decided to do it. You know, we didn't certainly weren't going to botch it. So we did yeah. these things. Basically, essentially build them again. Yeah, uh, you know, correctly, and then. Um, yeah, and then, and then that just 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 took long, just took yeah. a long time. But, but you got you got them. I mean, I, I've seen them, and, and they're all were absolutely fantastic. In the, the end, end result, the finished result was very good. Stunning. Yeah, absolutely yeah. stunning. Absolutely loved them. The, the end result was fantastic. You sort of forget about all these sort of um, upsets and missteps when you when you're walking yeah. on this end result, and the, the place is gorgeous. You know, it's five yeah. five bed. It's they are gorgeous houses. Yeah. The set yeah. is beautiful. It's, um, they are stunning. Aren't they? I mean, yeah. we. Um, from a sort of a business point of view, like we have scratched it down, as you say, to a sort of a learning curve. Of course, I mean, this, yeah. This, this was a scheme where we anticipated to make about £200,000 sort of profit. Yeah. Um, we thought we ended up probably just breaking even, maybe sort of like 20, 30 grand the okay. other way. Yeah, but I think this is great for people to hear because it just shows like it's not all plain sailing. Again, don't be scared to fail. Like you, you know, you, you had your hiccup on your first property, but then that helped you get on with your other properties. Yeah. You've done this two prop, these two um, detached properties, Milton and George. Yeah. And yeah, okay, it hasn't gone as well as you thought, but you've you know you've you've learned from it, and right. you know, and then the one the big one I want to talk about now yeah. is is obviously your next project, which is the one that really set you apart um yeah, so yeah. Let, let's talk about saint james's studios in middlesbrough yeah so basically saint james studios is essentially what the last sort of seven eight years have sort of been gearing up to really yeah. this is our first step into what we would say is the sort of we would say the big leagues really we think yeah I mean, this was um this is a 60 is, is a block of 60 apartments um, yeah. specifically designed for students and sort of young professionals yes um, all studio apartments which is where you've got your kitchen and your, your bathroom yeah the same thing um, and the way this sort of started is we finished middle of St. George um, okay lots of lessons learned but the beauty of it we then had about a million pounds worth of assets there wow. we had a loan which we were just repaying on a monthly basis which yeah. I'm trying to keep so we've got a million pounds worth of assets that we can put towards our sort of next scheme. So what we did is we identified a building right in the centre of Middlesbrough. Like, yes. Like you, you couldn't get a better position. No. Um, and we inquired about it for sale, and it turned out that yeah, the the owner was willing willing to sell. Okay. Um, 
and then we entered a bit of a sort of bidding war because we weren't the only developers who were interested in this. What was the building currently then? So the building was currently um, on the first two floors. It was a bank, so it was more right. That's right. Um, yeah, bank. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah. And really cool strong rooms and big vaults and some really wow. amazing the, equipment. Like there's, a, story, in the, there's right. a story during the build, isn't there? Like so yeah. get rid of the vault. Like their right. main vault. It took two weeks to get rid of and twelve thousand pounds to get rid of this. Oh my! Wow. Get wow. Rid of okay. This yeah. So we identified this, this building and we ended up, um, again, me and Jack sort of poured our hearts and souls into it. And it got to the stage where we actually got outbid for the for the building originally. Like, I'll, I'll talk about money, it's fine. But the cost was um, originally they wanted about £1.1 million for this building. Okay. And we bid one, we bid one million. And it was sort of, it was all sort of, it was going through. It was like, we thought it was fine. And then last minute, someone came in and, and outbid us. Um, it was me. It was me. Yeah, it was. It was me. Yeah, I thought, yeah, man. Yeah, go on. We were a bit sort of devastated. So we called some sort of crisis meetings with me, Jack, a financial advisor, and uh, Dad, who's still very much a sort of involved in a mentor yeah. and things like yeah. that. And we decided to say, look, we're just going to have to go for it. This is our, this is our big shot. Yeah, this is it. We want, we wanted this, so we. So we up the price in, and we ended up going to a amount where it just sort of basically sealed it to us, and we and we won the we won the tender, which was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and what that enables us to do, that enables us to use the security of that building to borrow um, the development finance. Yeah. To, to redevelop the building. Yeah. Um. And this was a great process. I mean, this was me and Jack's first time is just sort of being a client, really. We, Completely hands off. Although you were, yeah. you were, you were, you were, but you were kind of, yeah, you played yeah, out we, attended, we were, didn't you? We were hands on as in more than a client would be, just because we were so yeah. into it. Like, I mean, we, yeah. we basically were with the architect for every step of the way, you know, sort of layouts and designs and stuff. But in terms of the actual build, we uh, we chose a main contractor who came in with the with the with a good price, well, the right price. Yeah, we really liked them. So we chose them and, and went for it. And throughout the build, they were amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, we, we learned so much off them. Just how to do a, you know, go from Mo Meadows, which was, I'm not going to say a car crash, but, you know, Mo Meadows to this, how a, a yeah. building site is run properly with, with professionals is, is staggering. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the price point in is is five times but, as much. But, but but obviously when you get to this professional level then obviously the, the, one of the one of the, one of many benefits is they had they had a certain time limit to build this yeah. property didn't they it wasn't just like mo Meadows where it was ticking along and things would go wrong and you get yeah. this contractor and this oh. contractor in oh, and it was a professional it was a professional outfit wasn't yeah, it, it did this. so they had they had 36 weeks to build this this thing and you know it 36 weeks was was it they didn't yeah. have it if if for every week they <clears throat> it was delayed, you know, would cost them £10,000 okay. a week. So they, that's why they're so tooled up to get it done. Yeah. And, you know, they, they did. They were absolutely amazing. I think they probably went two weeks over, but we didn't find them because we were so happy with, like, the work they were doing. And we yeah. had a really good relationship with them. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, yes. but this building's... Uh, so this is um, back to the sort of students. Uh, but this is really sort of our sort of creme de creme. I mean... The actual apartments themselves are absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. gorgeous sort of, like, kitchens, amazing, like, ensuite bathrooms. Like, yeah. the studio gets its own smart TV in the room. It's all fully mm -hmm. furnished with, like, really nice furniture. Like, the full, the windows, you've got, like, a full wall of glazing window. Yeah. And these are really sort of, I mean, we've got three common rooms in the building. 
Uh, You've got a cinema room, haven't you? Sorry, yeah, as well. Yeah. I When I was a student, I lived in an absolute dive, and these new students have got yeah. cinema rooms. I yeah. mean, well, to be honest, so when we were in, you know, in Newcastle, we lived in a dive. I think that was almost our our driver to make. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't want anyone to go through that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was it was amazing though, and it it's just. Um, it's just amazing and we've moved our head office into the ground floor yes um, so we're there so it's a great base for us as well right in the center but even like i say this to a few of our sort of our clients so um you know when from a letting point of view when we let them for you the, yeah. the, you yeah, know, yeah. the first time round, they just flew off didn't they like you wow. know it's so I, easy to rent like nice properties um I believe it like even when they were in the construction phase like we say we set up a show studio yeah when you guys got involved, I remember we set up the show studio in March, um, and then by sort of June, July, you'd fully rented the building. Yeah, it, it, like, it was crazy, wasn't it? it was, yeah. I mean, it was off-site. The place wasn't it yeah. even finished. We were showing people. Yeah. They had to have a high-vis and a hard hat to get to yeah. the show studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, it was, we, we, we remember having a meeting the first time when we were sitting down with architects and like with the financial advisor, and everyone was saying, look, lads, if you get this 50% full in the first year. I remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah, you looked really well. Like, you know, don't don't expect to make any money or break even in year one. And me and Tom were like, no, nah, don't worry about that. Well, our exact words, we'll, we'll smash yeah. it. We'll smash it. Don't worry. We even had that sign. I was like, this will be 90% full. Well, to be fair, we thought we'll get 80% full. You know, within three or four months, we were 100% full. Wow. We had a waiting list of probably over 50 people. Wow. It was, it was a consumption. But it just shows that there's, and obviously afterwards, you, you know, and again, it, it's the same as, you know, what we do, we, you know, the, the, the other market, the single-let market residential, standard HMOs. There's just a market for nice property, isn't it? If it's it done is. out to a high spec, I know we keep saying the same thing. There's no there's no secret to it. There's you know, no, no it just, the nice properties go. It's as simple as that, isn't yeah. it? And they do. Yeah. And, you, and you're obviously seeing that straight away after finishing. You build them nice people will fill them yeah um, yeah i mean it just the beauty of this was this was the first real like we had the business model with all the other student stuff but this was the first real time that it really proved our business model was solid yeah. and like you say that nice properties sell i mean we, we did a, re, a big research project before um with help of actually our utility provider at the time and, and it, it is like a national survey of what students are looking for in student accommodation and mm-hmm. actually what's really surprising is how low down the list prices. So you've got the likes of quality, like you've said there, like mm-hmm. right at the top. You've got internet yeah. right at the top. Mm-hmm. You've got sort of location. So you just need to make sure you've got really good, um, nice, clean accommodation. You don't need to spend millions and millions of pounds like with gold taps or things no. like that. You just need really nice, clean, good products. Um, and also just putting that little like you guys do that little bit extra thought into the design and the look isn't it not just you know you know completely whitewashing magnolia was just thinking a little bit more door handles light switches you know that little bit extra it is that and you know it's little so i mean we spent months and months and months going through we went up to newcastle to look at all their accommodation to see what we bits we could steal we pretended to be students then we went we had a view (laughs) that's brilliant yeah, we Brilliant. pretended to be students because we looked like them. And then uh, we went around the... <laughs> yeah, still got a baby face. Yeah, we looked like the... We went around the seven best student accommodation yeah. in Newcastle as studios to try and steal some ideas. I know oh, it was amazing. Like, to be fair, yeah. some of the stuff up there is incredible, but we learned loads. There was one 
I won't say the name, but the accommodation provider was so nice. Me and Tom were going around and we were getting showed around. And like I pretended I was an architecture student in my fifth year. And it was funny, <laughs> yeah. he asked me, he was like, Oh, so what are you studying? So I was like, Oh, I'm doing architecture, yeah, in my fifth year. He was like, Oh, what which university? I was on North Thumber. He's like, Oh, do you know Ben? <laughs> do, you know, do you know Ben? I was like, What? What Ben Ben? Ben he was like, Yeah, my friend's doing he's in the fifth year in North Thumber. I was like, Oh no, slightly different discipline. I'm doing softball. <laughs> rural so i think ben's doing what yeah yeah we learned loads and we stole you know didn't steal but we uh we took some we of that word stole to put inspiration or you know Sorry, we researched <laughs> yeah research yeah. inspiration so uh so st james steward york was a success yeah 100%. it's it's been a hundred percent let ever since for the yeah. last 10 years <laughs> So you finished that one, and then what? What does what have you got going on now? What does the the future hold for after developments? What uh, what's the plan moving forward? What have you got going on? So quite a lot, to be fair. So what what we've got is we've got um, we're planning a new project. Um, so another student scheme. Okay. It'll be, be similar to St James Studios. So this is a we bought a bit of land about uh, two years ago. Okay. Um, anticipation for this, uh, and we've been gearing up sort of ever since. Um, it's another studio apartment development of 50 apartments. And um, okay. again, in the centre of Middlesbrough, uh, geared up towards sort of Teesside University. Yes. Um, and this will be another sort of stunning, you know, loads of common rooms. It'll have a gym in it. It'll have, you know, wow. it'll, it'll, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Like, wow. we're so excited. Very similar business model, you know, yeah. we're just taking the studios exactly the same, replicating them because they're, they're, they're so nice. But the, yeah. the difference with this one moving forward is me and, so well, me and Jack, so after that, we're, we're starting our own construction company. So wow. called, called After Construction. Okay. Very, yeah, we were not very good with names, but... No, After Construction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be a bit more creative with names. Yeah. All right, okay. Um, so basically what, what we've been doing in the past, we've been employing the services of, of other builders and main contractors. Now that's it's brilliant, but obviously you pay you pay for this. Yes. So you, you pay a premium, you pay the profit. You, in the last development, for instance, we probably paid about four hundred thousand pounds just, okay. just for the benefit of hiring a main contractor. So we were like, look, let's let's do it ourselves, you know, let's let's take the plunge, let's become become the main contractor. Yeah. Let's save that money and then, you know. Yeah, let's let's save that money. So throughout the past of six months to maybe a year, we've been getting all that in place. Like, um, we've got, we're getting everything set up. We're hiring the staff we need to. We're we're sort of gearing up big time to start development in April. Yes. We're hoping to have the first diggers on site in April. Okay. Okay. uh, Wow. And it'll take, we've given ourselves um, about 16 months, um, which anyone experience of building this thing all know that that's a long time but yeah. what we're doing is we're gearing up to the student market in september 2022 yeah. um and it just gives us enough time for any sort of delays like like we're quite sensible with this is our as our own main contractor this is a big job for yeah. us we want to give ourselves a sort of leeway as, as possible yeah. and there's, okay. there's, there's there's no point rushing this no, no you, you yeah. can't developers. that's where mistakes come in yeah so, Brilliant. Also, on site in April. That that sounds that sounds fantastic. Yeah, hopefully oh, if we can get the, the mm. diggers ordered and uh, <laughs> get going. And then future, you know, can you guys? Obviously, I know you love property. You know, it's the same as I do. Is it just going to continue there? Like, how would you see yourself in five, ten years? Keep going with these student developments. Move to other cities. Yeah. How, how how is the sky the limit? You're going to keep well, going. Yeah, the sky's the limit. I mean, 
we'll probably, I think we'll be done in, in Middlesbrough after this limit because we'll sort of saturate that. Maybe look at other cities. We're just more opportunistic. I mean, we've got loads of, it doesn't have to be student accommodation. I mean, we've, yeah. we've got a real passion, you know, the next five years. We want to build a very eco-friendly, sustainable little housing estate, maybe of 10 houses. You know, wow. thinking really sustainable, you know, self, self-powered, essentially. Um, we want to, don't we? We want to work, work together with our sort of architects and our, our, yeah. our design team. To, we want to come okay. up with a, a building that's sort of good value to build that is going to be super eco, like super eco-friendly. And then turn, how do we turn that sort of mainstream into sort of the more housing estates? Yes. Uh, and that's what we're sort of like, like Jack said there, next, next sort of couple of years we want to be doing um a few smaller scheme housing estates with using that principle to look to put that to mass market is a bit of a game plan and then i guess what you know and during that obviously you know we want to do a few things a year but any opportunities come up you know even like you guys are very successful in the um and the sa uh, market service accommodation, service accommodation yeah, market yeah which seems to be going well so anything you know to do with that if, if a good opportunity comes up and comes across our desk we'll we'll, we'll have a look into it and we'll think oh yeah, yeah. you know yeah. if we can if the funding's there and we can see a market for it let's let's go for it amazing not amazing just, not necessarily just property is it really jack like there was a time um yeah. a few years ago where we nearly um invested in a uh, cable wakeboarding park <laughs> yeah we did yeah, yeah. <laughs> Middlesbrough. in Middlesbrough. Wow. In Middlesbrough Tees Dock, because they were build, they're building, I'll say if they still are, I'm not sure, there's plans to build a ski slope. So we were thinking, okay, well, next door to a ski slope, what fits? There, there's basically a bit of dock. We're like, we approached the council and said, look, can we put a cable wakeboard park in? We went to one in a stag do in Liverpool. It was amazing. Let's build yeah. one in Middlesbrough. We had a, um, we had a friend who, uh, who used to sort of teach wakeboarding and sort of on the lakes and the boats, and he was really interested in it. So he sort of, we got chatting with him. Um, and it, it would have been amazing, but discussion sort of fell down. And then at the time, we didn't have the resources available to really go for it. Mm-hmm. So it sort of fell down. But it just shows, like, in the future, we, we just want to be opportunistic. Like, yeah. we love any way we can sort of <laughs> make money. We just want yeah. to... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you guys, you know, like for the people listening, if you ever meet Tom and Jack, I have the pleasure of meeting these guys. These guys are just full of energy and inspiration. When you come into our office, you know, the place, the place is bouncing with ideas. You know, should we do this? Should we do that? So, you know, yeah. you really are. And then just tell everyone how old you are. I haven't told everyone how old you guys well, are. Well, I mean, you know, from the start of this, uh, we're getting on a bit now, Ben. I'm, we're 29 now. I'm, I'm, I'm approaching my 30th this year in New Year's Eve. 29. I mean, that, I mean, you know, you're absolute inspiration. 29 years old and doing these absolutely like mega multi-million pound property developments. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. And just quickly before we finish, uh, Japs, yeah. like, what, what, what advice would you give to anyone who's, who's a young person wanting to get into property? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a young person. Someone that's interested in property. Um, any advice? Um, any advice you could give anybody listening? For me, I think as long as you know. Be, be sensible, but go for it. I mean, what's I always think? I always take the impression this might this might be a little bit careless, but I always think you know what what is there to lose? If you think okay, what's what's the downside to this? You know, go go for it. If it doesn't work out, you've still got a good property. Just sell that and get back get back to doing something else. But just just go for it. Make sure you've make sure you've planned it though, and you make sure you've you know you're sensible, but. Take make, sure, make sure there's a stop tap that you can turn off before you can make sure, you yeah, 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 exactly. make sure you've got your being you, you're all your joints in order yeah <laughs> i was actually having this conversation with someone the other day 
sort of trying to figure out how to get into sort of property. Mm. And it's, it's always a bit funny saying because we were very fortunate at the start that we could have the help with our family. Mm-hmm. And, sort of yeah. and not everyone's in that sort of position. Yes. Um, well, what I would say is that there's lots of lending streams out there. And if mm-hmm. you do your research and you come up with a really strong business plan, there's lots of ways you can sort of, you can you can get the finance to start. And once you've started, yeah. um, if you stay true to your business model and you've researched it, um, just go for it. Like, you know, there's there's no limits. There's lots of demand out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, we, we, we all, yeah, I know as well, you guys do, you know, property is, it's a fantastic industry. You know, there's never a dull moment. There's so much to it. Oh, there's yeah. so much to learn. You never stop learning. That, that's the thing I've probably learned in the last few years is how much there is still to learn about everything. And um, it, it is an industry that's, uh, that's going to be constantly growing. So, oh, but gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. It's been uh, really enjoyable. One of the best podcasts I think we've had and um, I hope everyone's enjoyed listening. So um, we oh. will sign off from here. But um, if, if you listen to this, please give us a like and a share. And um, Tom and Jack, thank you very much. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity to come on and uh, waffle about our story. It was yeah, good fun. We'll definitely have you on again. Yeah, Take yeah. care. Take care. Yeah, now. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.